this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. The End of Body Bags with Mark Hamill and Gina Stare. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we watch anthology horror. We have successfully watched every episode of Seminoles, 80s anthology horror, Tales from the Dark Side, 90s anthology horror, Monsters, and now we are watching some of our favorite anthology horror movies. You have reached the third episode of Body Bags. The vignette... Body Bags. Oh, excuse me. You've reached <laughs> the third vignette for... Body, Body bags. bags. Yeah. Body bags. Body bags. Uh, a little vignette called the eye, or just eye, or whatever. Eye, comma the. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first time listening. Thank you for joining us. I am Matt Noss. Joining me via the power of the internet, my two best friends in the whole wide world. If it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. <laughs> It's so nice to talk to you, too. It's so nice to talk to you guys. Oh, my goodness. We are getting better at recording over the internet here. Uh, we've upgrade our, upgraded our streaming services. We've upgraded some microphones. We're trying to make it not sound like you're listening to three people in a tin can. Doing our best <laughs> over here. Doing our best. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to see ourselves in person. In person someday. Someday. Soon. Yeah. I get that boost. I got that boost. Shoot that yeah. boost. I got that boost. Yeah, you guys, you yeah, gotta get that boost. Dude, shoot the boost. Yeah. You hit boost that turbo. <laughs> the juice is loose. And that's the boost. Um, You know what we do around these parts? We take an episode. We do an episode about a vignette. The vignette has a name. In this case, it's called I. We guess what the vignette is about based on title alone. We call that the dark side guess. Who would like to do theirs first? I. I would. I. Ooh, <laughs> I am Spartacus. <laughs> I, comma, Spartacus. I, a haunted eye patch terrorizes an abandoned Henry Ford optimized. Only one optometrist has the power to take him down, but look out, it's got to be during the day because he's a Dracula. <laughs> Twist. Uh, I'll go. Uh, the Eye. Mr. Kafez was the shop teacher at Millo Middle School. Every year, without fail, he warned kids to be careful or they'd lose an eye to no avail. But after the Gale's Comet passed by Earth and an old witch read his fortune, the boys of fourth period metal shop were about to learn Mr. K. Fez's rules should be followed. Wonderful. <clears throat> I. Ted Tenderson can't believe he has to read The Great Gatsby. Not only that, he has to do a stupid report on it. But what to do it about? How about that dumb sign with the glasses? Yeah, you know, the one with the eyes watching over the eggs. 
Yeah, let's do it on that. It's not very good. Looks like you'll have to do it again forever. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you were talking I about. I have no idea what, what you're talking about. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You've read The Great Gatsby, right? Like no. a bazillion years ago. You've never read The Great Gatsby, Matt. Oh, uh, God. Maybe I had to in 10th grade. But, yeah. but my teacher was really me. lazy, so I think we just watched the movie from, like, the 70s. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, with Mia Farrow. Yes. Yeah. yeah and Paul Newman. Not Paul Newman. Robert Redford. Yes. Well, <coughs> there's a very, like, if you look at the cover of it, of the book today, if I pulled up the book cover, fine. It's those I'm, eyes. It is a, it's eyes. Because it's for a vision, like a eye doctor, and he's looking out over it, and he's the all-seeing eyes of the Great Gatsby story. Mm. And it's like this big fucking jack-off, like every, every paper that's written talks about these eyes and how they see it all. And like, you know, so on my... Dark side get it sucked. It sucked. <laughs> no, it was good. I just no, feel like this is the no. first time it we just, did not. It just went over our heads, head. Matt. Yeah, we're, I feel like that dumb-dums. never happens. We uh, well, hopefully somebody out there read the book and remembers these <laughs> dumb eyes as much as I do, because unfortunately, unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct, especially mine. <laughs> so, Jen, could you hit us up with some sweet deeds? Uh, yeah. Here are some sweet deets about the episode I. I'm going to give you the background on some of the actors that we saw in I. Mm. Dr. Uh, Lang was played by John Agar, who was in tons of uh, Westerns and B-horror movies in the 50s and 60s. He was married to Shirley Temple from 1945 to 1949. Oh, wow. That Shirley Temple. Oh, Shirley Temple Black? Yes, yes, uh, pre-Black. Hello. Dr. Bregman was played by Roger Corman, the great Roger Corman, uh, king of cult films. Uh, uh, Roger Corman, born in Detroit, baby. Yeah, we got him. Yeah, we got him. You need Corman, we got him. He studied engineering at Stanford before he became a filmmaker. Yeah, he worked for like he worked as an engineer for about three days, and then was like, mm, "Not enough tits and motorcycles." <laughs> uh, he is was known for being the master of quick, cheap filmmaking. His personal speed record was Little Shop of Horrors, which he shot in two days and one night. I did not know that. What wow. did he do? Uh, he shot the the film Little Shop of Horrors in two days and one night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's yeah, that is fucking crazy. incredible. We got it. Who cares? It. Move it on. <laughs> uh, shot it uh, Tales from the Dark Side style. He won um, an Academy or he received a Academy Award for Lifetime Achievement in two thousand nine from wow. the Academy. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Charles Napier is the baseball manager in this episode. He was uh, the guy in the Blues Brothers in the yes. band. Yeah. The, the good country old boys. and Western. Yeah. The good old boys. <laughs> We're the good old Blues Brother yes. boys. We're the good old boys. Uh, Mark Hamill uh, was our lead. Uh, Mark Hamill, famous for being Luke Skywalker, 
famous for being the Joker, famous for chewing the fuck out of scenery, mm. but having <laughs> so much fun with it. I I love that Mark Hamill is always delighted to be an actor. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it ever really went to his head or like he's just he's just always been a goof and has always mm-hmm. been so kind to his fans and doesn't have to be. So he just always seemed uh, very nice in that respect. I was, we put something on in the car, we put on Star Wars on a road trip, but the, um, the audio play of it that they aired in like 81 on NPR is like five hours. Uh, It's on YouTube and it's a lot of backstory. It's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, Mark Hamill did, Mark Hamill did the the um, reprised his character uh, and did he was like he and Anthony Daniels jumped in. We're like, yeah, we'll we'll do our parts. We'll do a five hour radio drama for the for for BBC and NPR. That's awesome. Uh, That's so cool. What a nice. Did you ever uh, did you ever hear about um, uh, a fan of his like that was a little kid that I think was was dying of of cancer or something uh, and he had kind of like lost the ability to differentiate fact from like fiction Mm -hmm. uh and he was obsessed with star wars mark hamill went dressed as luke skywalker dressed as a jedi and answered the kids questions for like four hours oh yeah so he went in character and answered all the kids questions and you know was just really really cool to him and i mean i guess that's also, like, not the first time he's done it. So he's, he's done it a ton. Like, yeah, yeah. He just seems like he's just like a generally decent person. Yeah. Uh, and Twiggy played uh, his wife in the episode. What was her name? Martha Maple, Marcy Marlene. Okay. Great. Oh, in the in the show, I in this I just episode, wrote yeah. Twiggy. Yeah. Okay, I, Twiggy. Yeah. Uh, Twiggy, famous '60s model. Uh, she was also in the Blues Brothers. Uh, she was in some other films, but mostly known uh, for being an, a, a talented model and being very good at being very thin. <laughs> Do you know, I've heard some news. I've heard that man lives in the sunlit world. Of what he believes to be reality? Yes. But mm-hmm. there is... Sun seen by most. An underworld? It's a place that's just as real. But, but not, not as brightly, as brightly lit. lit. It's, a, it's, oh, a, it's a oh, it's a dark, dark side. Okay. Yeah, it's a real it's dark, dark side. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. The door from the dark side swings wide open, and we're back in the morgue. And um, you could just tell that John Carpenter was like, "We uh, we did two good yeah. ones. This is the old fast and loose one." Um. I stopped taking notes. He said he said we did two good ones because <laughs> I begged to differ. I stopped taking notes on the John Carpenter sections. I was like, yeah. they'll just they're commercials. Me, me too. I, I just I wrote "ugh" thin on top. What a bunch of stiffs. And I those did, were my notes. Yeah, I did not. I did not expect to. I don't think less of John Carpenter, but I just I don't know. I don't know what I feel, but this didn't. Yeah. Raise him and mess up my estimation, <laughs> which I'm sure he's very upset about. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's obviously just like oh, he's gonna Jen. miss the Jen Hansen bump. Yeah, man. yeah. You gotta get that um, transmissions bump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you gotta we're help the... out this fledgling filmmaker. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> we're the reason some people watched Halloween this year. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure, we are. 
I just I no longer think I feel comfortable calling this show uh <laughs> no please do expound i would like to hear i would like to hear this i was gonna cut that pause out but now it is staying in the show because i can just say jen your spirit left your body while you were thinking that like i looked at your face like as you were trying to summon like what words we were calling this show Here's what happened to my brain. I was trying to summon the words John Carpenter, and I forgot his name point two seconds after I had just said his name. And we'd been mid This is so bad. This is, don't get old, anybody. Uh, I was going to say we should no longer call the show John Carpenter's Transmissions from the Dark Side. There it is. But the most important thing is I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> Classic. Classic Hanson. Yeah. Well, you're you're not as dumb as that interstitial with John Carpenter is. Thank you. It's fucking. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll make myself a cocktail. Oh, what's what's up here? Oh, it's a it's a what a bunch of stiffs. I don't know. Oh, it's an eyeball in a jar. Ooh, let's drink let's it. Let's pour that in a martini glass. Here's looking at you. Uh, what's the next choice on that line john fuck you okay we'll go with, i believe it's you. cut yeah that's here's looking at you and cut well we aren't cutting because we're gonna go to a baseball field we've got a man behind the plate we've got a swing we've got a hit then it goes to a tv into the locker room locker room where we see the home run replay. God, we got ourselves a Luke Skywalker here. Yeah, he's a real <laughs> Luke Skywalker. But yeah. with that, he's got that classic 80s baseball player mustache. Oh, oh, it, the Mark mustache, Hamill's but... fucking mustache is my favorite character in this whole thing. Mark no, I Hamill gotta, I gotta go like... with his haircut. Oh, the whole thing, the whole package yes. makes him look like such a gay icon. And I mean that in the ah. absolute best way possible. No, he I know exactly what you're talking crusher. about. I, yeah. yeah. You could basically just hear Transformer, the album complete by Lou Reed playing behind him. He's got Walk <laughs> from the Wild Side going. Hundred thousand percent. Oh, it is. Just, he looks amazing. Well, so wait, it's wait, wait. Great. Hold on. I, 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 would he be wearing dad jeans? Because like I don't I don't even I don't even know. I think like, so. I think so. I think he's like I he's got casual bear energy, but like I think. Oh yeah. It's with the twinkle in his eye. It's like he's he's old enough now. He he fucking partied his. Oh, he was at on Fire Island. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like he <laughs> went batshit maybe ten years ago, but now you know. He's he's working, you know. Yeah, sure. He's he's trying to make his baseball dream come true, but he's getting yeah. a little long in the tooth. He's he's in a committed relationship, but you know they'll pick up a twink at the bar. It's it's no thing. So they're still you know active. Right. Yeah. He's still in the community, but he's got nothing to prove. No, he's done it all. Yeah. All I'm saying is the those Mark Hamill fucks. Mark Hamill fucks. <laughs> period. 
All he needs is a perfect day playing in the background. <laughs> yes. And he will he will please you whatever your gender. <laughs> Mark Hamill fucks. Um, <laughs> he he, he calls. Okay, okay. This Everybody's a- this introduction to Twiggy is nuts. Okay, because yeah. they they won the game. Things are looking good. The coach the- come on, the co- the coach comes over and is like. Looks like the Giants might be looking for a hitter. And Mark Hamill's heard that enough to be like, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, he's in the minors. There, there's real talk of him moving up to the majors, though, because he's he's doing so pressure. And he's got and his so the eye guys are, on the ball. Yes, the, the guys are kind of busting his chops a little bit. Like, oh, well, will you still talk to us when you're in the big leagues? And the one guy's like, come on, let's go out and celebrate. And he's like, nah, I got to go home with my, you know, to say hello to my wife. And the guy, God, what did he say? Something like, you know, Nobody it's unnatural should love how it. much yeah. you love your wife. Yeah. And it was like. What? Nobody should love what? their wife that much. Like, like enough uh, to check in with her and see that she's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I got bad yeah, news. What is you that? have had multiple failed marriages. Huh. Yeah. Hello, my friend. Uh, I believe you have relationship problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when he oh. calls. Twiggy, this reveal of her outfit tells me everything I need to know about how they're going to treat her character. <laughs> Twiggy's wearing a straight-up lady Canadian tuxedo. Oh, denim ah. on denim on denim. Chambray shirts from head to toe. It she- is a blue jean fantasy. Oh, and an applique <laughs> vest that says, I don't have cats, but I want cats. And not like one cat. I'm talking plural cats. Hey, man. You got a dowdy up Twitty. Twitty? Jesus Christ. They did Downton Abbey Twiggy. Yes. Thank you. That's what I meant to say. You know they, they're going to they're gonna Downton Abbey Twiggy. Yeah. I meant it more in the crazy cat lady way, Matt. Nope. Not nope. in the... Nope. You nope. have four cats currently in your residence right now. Five? Yeah, you see my judging face right now. Yeah, but you don't look like you're... You're not in a denim fantasy, Matt. So, yeah. You have the look of a man that says, I got five cats, fuck you. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to prove. I don't even need a mustache. You don't You don't have a denim vest in a dream, Matt. You have a reality. Yeah. That is fine. No, I was I was Cats. on I was fully on board with your your description until you were like I don't want just one cat. I want multiple cats. Like really? What are you saying about cats, man? They make people's dreams come true. That woman if, that woman if has If dream come true, you mean you have to constantly clean the cat litter, then yes, that is a very accurate. That thing. woman has a five cat shaped hole in her heart. Correct. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is that yeah, they Twiggy is not here to be sex icon Twiggy. Right. Twiggy is here to be supportive. Correct. Well, like, I mean, even the introduction to her is like her putting a card that says from mom to dad. And I was like, all right, that's a little weird, but okay. Having a baby. Okay. Yep. So they're they're definitely pushing her more towards maternal 
rather than mm-hmm. yeah, the absolutely. vixen. Yeah. Well, that conversation ends. He's going to come home. Mark Hamill hops into his ride, which looked like what? What was he driving? A minor league car. It definitely looked like a bucket of garbage. Yeah. That was just like in. Uh, it was a dark and stormy night, guys. I don't know if you've ever seen this trope before, but thunder. And, and this is done. It's it's all everything in this this episode felt like it was done well. Like, I mean, even though it's telegraphing it, it's supposed to. And, you know, until you can be like, oh, no, stop reaching for those tapes. Stop reaching for those tapes. I loved this. This so was much. great. He has this. I wish I could get a better blow up of those tapes. Because we immediately clocked the uh, the tape that he's reaching for. Yeah. So he's trying to reach his his case of cassettes. Can't quite do it. So on this dark and stormy night, he chooses to unbuckle his seatbelt so he can quickly grab a cassette. You know, like you do. Now, hey, man, I'm not here to judge because, yeah, I have in the past uh-huh. reached over. <laughs> but, like, when you're going... On a dark and stormy night, mm-hmm. where you have zero visibility to begin with, you pull over. Yeah. Like, this. Yeah. he reaches for his cassette. Sometimes you got to listen to that wild planet, though. <sighs> well, wait a minute. So he pulls out. He pulls. He doesn't pull over. He's reaching. He's fumbling. He pulls out cosmic thing by the b-52 oh it was cosmic thing why do i keep saying yes, wild planet yes. yeah because wild planet wild planet has the red cover yes with them on yep. the front of it yeah cosmic thing has that rainbow cover yes like yeah. the yellow on top with the rainbow cover that's the love shack one yes and that's the love shack one yeah so he's like you know what goes great on a on a stormy night dead beat club by uh <laughs> <laughs> You know what I Die need? Die right till you have your fill, just like a new Matic drill. <laughs> I need to drive safe on the road. Oh, look out. It's a horny toad. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. My name's Fred Schneider, and I'm here to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sing in a rapping way. <laughs> I'm a rapping and a tapping and a tapping my toes. Look out, kids. It's a garden hose. What? What are you talking about, Fred Schneider? These had to be somebody's actual, like this had to be somebody's tape collection. That Correct. Was yeah. It could just be yeah. like a set dresser or something, but I like to think it was actually Mark Hamill's tapes or something. <laughs> oh, can you imagine just Hamill rolling around rocking the doobies? Oh, 1000%. <laughs> Doing that classic hard rock, don't get my cock hard, the doobies do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so unsurprisingly he mark hamill crashes his vehicle and is his seatbelt is unbuckled so crashes into a tree yep and And a giant shard of glass is lodged in his right eye and his acting is just the most acting it's great (laughs) but it's great his acting is all the acting it is <laughs> because the the people who see the accident and that are driving near come over and they're like Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> and he is playing it like it is it is a shakespearean death scene yeah 
Why my <laughs> Very subtle. So with a shard in his eye, it's off to the hospital. And uh, this is where we do get introduced to some good pals. Roger Corman comes out. Yes. With a face and, that uh, makes you say, hey, is that Roger Corman? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> and the delivery that makes you say, yep, that's Roger oh, Corman. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mark Hamill's line read here of, I'm a baseball player. It's the eye I use to see the goddamn ball. Oh, that was great. <laughs> well, okay. Everybody checks on Mark Hamill. It's fine. And then it kind of cuts. And now uh, Roger Corman is there with Dr. Brent. And Dr. Brent, I don't know if you Dr. know this Dr. guy. Dr. Lang. Oh, so he's Dr. So Roger he's Corman. He's Dr. Bregman. Roger yeah, Corman Brent, is Dr. Brent Bregman. is Mark Hamill. Brent wow, Matthews. my pen is broken throughout this whole episode. <laughs> I heard whatever I wanted to. Uh, I think we just say Dr. Roger Corman. Dr. Roger yes, Corman Dr. comes Corman. in with another doctor, Dr. Fixie Eye. And he mm-hmm. says, hey, Dr. Fixie Eye has a crazy idea. He's going to fixie your eye. Uh, you know, I think I could transplant a whole eye. Yeah, like no one's ever done, done it. it. But I think it could work. It's yeah. never been done successfully, but I got a fresh ball. Yeah. <laughs> got a look. I got a line on some black market eyeballs. I'm just ready to plop that bad boy in there. Let's just see what it does. Let it rattle around. Ocular nerve, more like ocular easy for me to patch up. Great. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go hop some glue. And complete this, complete this surgery. See you guys later. I'm old. Oh, Doctor Pucci died on his way to his home planet. Doctor Fixie, I left. Uh, there's this interesting debate. No, it's not an interesting debate. They keep saying, like, well, I don't know. Should we do it? Shouldn't we? Well, if we don't, or if it doesn't work, then it just doesn't work. If it doesn't work, it, like, yeah, it doesn't the, work. It might kill the you. Downside, the, yeah. yeah, the downside was like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, but if I it don't know work, if we should do it. See again, yeah. like, yeah, of course, have the surgery. I love so they it. decide to have the surgery. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead, Matt. I love that. Like, that's the conversation, and also like, if it don't work, we just plop that eye, pop it right out of your your dumb face. Look, I'm great at removing eyes. It will not hurt. No, that's how I keep getting all of these. I can't put them back in, but I think this time I'm going to do it. I like eating eyeballs. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't say that part out loud. Oh, Dr. Fixie Eye, why did you say that? Then the surgery happens, and you got a, a reverend reading uh, the Bible about well, Saul. Yeah, so I thought the it was the doctor at first. The, I thought I was, it was yeah, like, I did too. I thought it was the doctor at first too. I was like, why yeah. is this doctor doing this deep deep cut from Saul from Tarsus here? <laughs> the road but it's to Damascus. Sitting with, sitting with a priest while the surgery is happening. Okay. And and then uh, hey, guess what? It works. I'm gonna take this eye patch off of you. He, it's going to be a little blurry at first. So he, I, I didn't think about the process of of testing just the one eye because he has his eye all bandaged up 
and then he puts an eye patch on the other eye. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just thought that was it. <laughs> he just wouldn't be able to see anything. <laughs> I don't know why I was just momentarily delighted by that. That's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, so uh, one one thing we should probably mention is that Mark Hamill's eyes are blue, and this eye is brown. That's correct. Important plot point. Yeah, because your eyes are eyes of the devil, as we all know. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. correct, and um, and we're about to find out in a little bit that they're also the uh, <laughs> the eyes of a real boner killer. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. I thought this was hot. Oh well, then you're not Twiggy. oh hello um well his his surgery was a success he has new eyes he's gonna go home hi well they're new eyes to me (laughs) (laughs) you see in the great gatsby there's a a billboard and on that billboard is matt your nose is pouring blood (laughs) it's all right it's going into a tureen and i'm gonna eat it later (laughs) oh why all right we're doing great you know it's a great place to stop let's stop right here yes and uh that's an act break we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this Since I danced in my first Sexy Specs commercial, I can't go anywhere without someone wanting to show me their steps. It has to be the Sexy Specs. They make you feel like dancing. better for a good time. Make me like dancing. Here we go. Make me like dancing. Warning. DOC Sexy Specs. They make you feel like dancing. Sexy Dear gentle listeners, hearing the commercial is not enough. You really should go watch the commercial it is insane so if you're not from the detroit metropolitan area picture you, a, a tubby boss skags i i feel like he's max weinberg meets john corbett's haircut from uh northern exposure <laughs> yes yeah all right because he's got like it's kind of a helmety mullety thing mm-hmm. but he he is not it's a condensed richard jenny yes smash yeah. smash richard jenny down compress him a little bit so he kind of comes out to the side a little bit and then never teach him how to dance but yeah but let you know make the main focus of the commercial him dancing and give him the confidence of Gina Stare. 
Oh, <laughs> that's Gene Autry and Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. <laughs> Gene Kelly and what the fuck is happening to my brain tonight? What is happening? I have the confidence of Gene Astaire. Gene... As soon as soon as Matt I said knew that, it was your wrong. face was like Gene Kelly and. <sighs> there we go. It's all good. Fred Astaire. All right. There we go. The notes for his dancing were just do you from the director. <laughs> just do you, Richard Golden. You are the DOC sexy specs guy. And and Richard Golden's like, let me just chew on that for a minute. You know what I'm going to do? I'm put my hand in my pocket. Classic dance move. Mm-hmm. You know, my big problem when dancing is I don't know what the fuck to do with my hands. My problem is I don't have any pockets. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to make pockets. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to put my hand in my pocket. And I'm just going to shuffle back and forth a little bit. And with my other hand, I'm just going to let it bop. I think there was a commercial for DOC there was an earlier commercial where it was like regular commercial, regular commercial. And then at the tail end, he just did this weird little dance for a second. And I think that's what spiraled into sexy specs and the dancing. Let's see. Put on some specs, sexy specs. How is this a minute long? A minute. I I don't. Am I the only one who thinks that this looks like the intro to a Silk Stockings spinoff? A hundred percent. Yeah. It definitely it definitely does not look like a commercial for an eyeglass company. Is this the one no. that he dances at the end? This might be it. Let me let me see if this Possibly? is where. Keep it playing. Keep it playing. All right, for another thirty I mean, seconds. All yeah, right, we got time. Time. Might right. as well. People can go to the bathroom. <laughs> this was it. Oh, oh God. Ugh. Yeah, he, uh, in that one, yeah, he dances for like five seconds. But I think, yeah, I think that was the thing that he did dance with those guys, and then, yeah. All right, we should probably get back to the yeah. Let's stop screen. There we go, and we're back. Yay! We're at we're at um we're at their home. We're at their home, and I was like, nice house, nice yeah, house, yeah. Uh, and this is where Twiggy introduces the fact that she's having a baby. Congratulations, family. Yay. He doesn't seem super thrilled about it. No. No, no. No, he doesn't. 
because she's like, you don't look happy. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. And then he goes to the window. To the window and contemplates life. <laughs> and he, there's this real wistful look of like, oh, it just uh, Well, I guess I'm never putting in that grass. Just this life has <laughs> just passed me by. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've made so many mistakes. <laughs> oh, I have not lived. Wow, Pitfall Harry was right. I have not lived. Oh, why, 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 why? Uh, so they they cut to them in bed later, right? And he's trying to like... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Trying he, to initiate coitus. He was taking yeah. out his... He has a lens that makes his the brown eye blue. So he yes. took out the lens. He's there talking about his new parts. And then um, he starts to really like tell a barbershop story um, of like how he could have been. Like this is the guy who's like, you know, I was a, I was a purple belt. They don't even have that rank. I can <laughs> rip the heart out of a charging bull. Charging bull. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, could, uh, I could knock the skin off that baseball. Like he really starts to kind of tell those could have been a contender stories and then uh he starts to make the moves on twiggy and she is and, uh, not into it yeah. she's just she's not she's sort of saying she's not in the mood but you can tell she's sort of creeped out by his by Eyeball. his new eye yeah she if this is an adjustment for him this is like a double adjustment for her because she is number she has to one, look at him all the time she's number yeah. one dealing with the fact that her husband has a new eye and has gone through intensive surgery and a recovery process and is just now home for the first time. But also she's pregnant. Yes. And yeah. now he's not going to be playing baseball anytime soon. So it looks like it's going to be single income. She's got a lot on her mind. And he does. She mm -hmm. still works during the day. And he is just in a, he's a minor league player. It's yeah, not they like they do not I mean, make money. Their home is modest. Aside from the enormous picture of a baseball over their fireplace. <laughs> oh, comically large. Yeah. But yeah. And, uh, but he is like, it's my eye, isn't it? My dumb, unsexy eye. She's uh, like, it's she is not, like, not your eye. <laughs> she was like, well, it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> the new Good eye. Good for her. The new eye does not make me feel all warm inside right <laughs> it's like want me to put the thing back on sure and for a moment he's looking out the window or he's looking at her but he's got the window behind him it looks like he has a moon behind him mm -hmm. and then he moves out of the way and then it looks like there's two moons because it's night i said hey look two moons and then i realized uh when jen two corrected sons. me tatooine has two sons that tatooine had two sons no one fact checks and speaks correctly like jen hansen <laughs> it's a real gina stare over there <laughs> so at at this point he puts the eye back in he tries to make the move She's not into it, and then he goes to the window again. And that's when he looks down. And I guess he's doing some kind of construction in his backyard. Yeah, it, yeah. they never really addressed this. Yeah, it just looked like this yard needed work. Lots of it. Tons of work. This yard is just dirt. 
When he looks in the back there. And that boom, naked lady coming from the dirt. Yeah, this, this is creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. It's Woodstock 95 back there. Mm-hmm. And she's just <laughs> screaming her head off. Arms raised. And then he's like, ah, 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 I have an eye headache. I've got, I got a classic eye headache. And uh, they go to bed, I guess, because then it's the next morning. And, and uh, uh, it's breakfast time. She's uh, actually, no, the next the next day, I think he goes out to the yard and he's looking for where he saw the zombie. And that's when she says it's breakfast time. So he goes in. Uh, and I mean, she made him like eggs and bacon and shit. Yeah. And I think he, takes, he went to work. Yeah. And she takes he takes like a total of like two bites <laughs> and then goes to the sink and dumps it. And after he does, he sees uh, he sees an arm shoot out of the disposal. And it spins around and there's blood everywhere and it's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. It's like, well, this is bad. This isn't good. And we cut to him violently staking the ground in the yard. Yes. Like he's just gonna just gonna go out and just have a good dig. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's a man possessed. A man by possessed by digging. And this is at this point the music was insane. Yeah, I know John Carpenter. John Carpenter did the music for this, right? He I did some of so. the music for this. Yeah, it just it didn't seem to complement the action. This I think was the other guy. This did okay. not sound like John Carpenter to me. Okay. I can only hope because yeah, this was this was bad. <laughs> well, there's a lot of what is he seeing? What is he not seeing? What is he hallucinating? What's reality? Because he starts digging and he finds a foot. Foot. He finds two feet. And then he finds the other foot. And then these feet are sticking out of the ground. And then he panics and he's back in the house and he looks back out the window and then he sees Peter. the feet. What's that? Oh, you're right. You're right. He sees the feet and then like blinks and the feet are gone. Right. And then his, his wife comes home, and they go upstairs, and he's like, I got something to show you. Right? That's where Half we're Half the crib is done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put up a stabilizing bar to connect the two ends of the crib. Please it's congratulate like, me. You've been gone great. eight hours. I did. <laughs> yes. And like, so Matt, Matt and I, uh, for for fans of the show who don't know, Matt and I both worked at a baby's RS for a summer. Matt worked there longer. We only worked there together for for a summer. How long would it take you to put a crib together? Granted, you didn't just have an eye plucked out and have a murderer's eye spoiler alert uh, stuck into your skull, but still, about how long did it take? Generously, you to build two hours, I would say, right? generously to matt and i could get it done in under an hour yeah i would i would say 30 minutes if it was like a very entry level one a graco yeah mm -hmm. i would say 45 minutes to an hour and a half for anything that involved assembling a drawer that went underneath sure yeah yeah but yeah. or like things that slid yeah 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 <laughs> like but yeah mostly a crib is an hour job conservatively 
yeah. yeah. Conservatively or giving you lots of time to fuck up and, oh, I didn't do that right. Let me undo it and redo it the right way. There you go. For a non-handyman who doesn't have the right tools and just an Allen wrench, that's an hour job. If you have the tool where you can, you know, you have an automatic tool with the Allen wrench head attached that automates it, yeah, that's a 15-minute job. You're listening to Crib Talk. <laughs> you got two guys here who know how to put together a crib. And I'm a woman. <laughs> that... And I make the babies to go in the crib. <laughs> It's kooky, but it works. Yeah. <laughs> we have one show every year and a half when we talk about crib. <laughs> but, uh, uh, all right. So the, he puts the rest of the crib together, but then he's in the crib. Yeah, he climbs yeah. in the crib to put up the side bar, and suddenly we get a flashback to the eye, the eye's childhood uh, and his shitty abusive mom telling him what a piece of shit he is as she puts and then a cigarette out his on him. face with a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. It's one thing that we did not mention is that when he's upstairs kind of panicking, posting the feet in the yard, he starts reading the Bible out loud. Yes. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of Bible in this episode. Tons and tons of Bible in this episode. So it looks like the mom puts the cigarette out in his eye. Not the best. But don't worry. I'm tired. Let's go to bed. And um, do you mind if I eat your pussy weird? Would that, <laughs> would that be cool? Sure, I guess. Are uh, you into it or not into it? Uh, I guess I'm. Oh, you're into, into it. it. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start at these feet. Do you mind if, oh God, do you mind if I read Ladies Home Journal while you do that? Just... <laughs> Twiggy's face is all nose. And yeah, uh, yeah. this other character isn't having it. And it's a bad news bears scene. I don't like it. It makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable. No, it's uncomfortable. Uh, you aren't going to have fun with your partner if your partner's not into it. Okay, so I just have to clarify one thing. Um, when Matt said that her face is all nose, he meant like, no, multiple no. Instead not, of a gigantic not, She nose. has a giant nose. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, 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 thank you. I do not mm -hmm. enjoy this. Please stop this. And you get the sense that, that Mark Hamill, before his eye transplant, would have been respectful of that. He yes. has a great marriage. But so so the eye is making him is making yeah. him a jerk. Yeah, you're you're mm -hmm. about to find out who this eye is tur turning him into or what this eye is turning him into. But... uh. So we get flashes back and forth. You know, he's looking down at, at his wife and then it flashes into a, a dead woman. Yeah. Oh, another thing that should be mentioned when he was in the hospital uh, recovering and he had just had the eye put in, his wife leaned over him and he touched her hair and had one of the flashbacks and his yep. hair, her hair is blonde. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of like knife stab flashbacks where it's just like mm -hmm. white light. And nothing else, where it's just mm -hmm. like the same picture, like just look at a picture and then blink five times, and that's what they do. Yeah. But it just has music hits. Yeah, and it'll sometimes you'll see like a hand with like shears in them. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, then like a blonde woman with blood on her face or something, and it, yeah. So it, you know these, so it's flashing forward back, or you know, one vision, the other, you know. Uh, and eventually he bites her on the shoulder really hard. Yeah. And then uh, this is very, um, this is very nude. 
Yes. Yeah, there's a That's lot a of... That's a butt double. There is, that has got to be a butt double. You think so? I feel like Mark Hamill would do his own butt work. <laughs> got to do your own butt work. Don't you think so? I, I don't know. I, I don't Did know. you think the butt uh, was too good to be Mark Hamill's? I mean, I would have eaten off of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it looked like a stunt butt to me. That's all I'm saying. All right. Stunt butt. The butt of a stunt man. Anyway, um, she's like, motherfucker, you bit me and I am bleeding. I'm getting out of here. I want none of this. I I, I think that. And that's he when he says, I see things. Just leave me alone. There's some And then more. she cries and runs out of the room. Yep. And acting. Yep. And uh, that is the end of this. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side. After this, safety. Uh... It's Kurt. It's Kurt. And they both come here to say, take charge of everything. Stay alert. Hi, I'm Gert, and this is my brother Bert. Hi, we're here to help you stay alert and stay safe. Yeah, so follow along. Watch out, beware. Things aren't always as they seem. We'll show you what we mean. Stay alert. Stay safe. Wait. What did that tell me? Wait, what did that... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Why did why did they introduce what? Gert and... What was his name? Gert and Bert? Gert and Bert? Why did what? they introduce them and then do absolutely nothing with them? Why did they show a bunch of... What? And why was the snake chasing them at the end? It was a bunch of those... Uh... Those illusion puzzles. There was like the, the three prong <laughs> yeah. fork and the, you know, is it the the candlestick profile thing? This was somebody wrote one draft for a safety <laughs> message and it was like, all right, here we go. And just, uh, you know, when they always say just write what you know. Two cool rabbits, uh, <laughs> one named Bert and one named Gert. Um, make sure that they clarify that one's named Bert and one's named Gert. Spend another five seconds to be like, we're Bert and Gert, and we're here to help. Um, 90s hip-hop, checkerboard, cocaine fantasy. Okay, I got it. There you Basically go. Basically make it like the beginning of Saved by the Bell. Okay, but yeah, but then they start talking about like safety tips. Okay, and... yeah. So let's let, let's get back. I got it. Let's see it again. Fresh ears, fresh ears, fresh eyes. Okay. It's Bert. It's Bert, and they both come here to say, take charge of every day. Okay. They both okay, come take here. Take charge to... of every day. Take charge okay. of every Great. day. I got it. Okay. Got so it. so the this is Bert. This is Gert, and they both came to say, you gotta take. Charge every day. Okay. Hi, I'm Gert, and this is my brother Bert. Hi, we're here to help you stay alert and stay safe. Yeah, so follow along. Watch out, beware. Things aren't always as they seem. We'll show you what we mean. Stay alert. But they didn't show us what they mean. That is they the just end like of you the, said. That it's the, the end of the spot, and there's a. For more information, ask your local police department. <sighs> oh, this is Canadian. There's your problem. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's my first thought. It's terrible. 
Here's my second thought. <laughs> that this would be shown in the first commercial block and then throughout oh, like Saturday morning. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And then okay, throughout okay, the okay, show okay. because I see another but one. There's Taylor PSA 2. Right. Yeah, let's let's see the second one. Okay. Hi, I'm Gert and this is my brother Bert. Hi, we're here to help you stay alert and stay safe. Hello? May I speak with your dad, please? I'm afraid he can't come to the phone right now. Are you there all by yourself? Of course not. I'll have my dad call you as soon as he can. Don't worry. I'll call back. You handle that like a pro. Never let the caller know you're alone. Stay alert. Stay safe. Holy shit. How tall are these rabbits? These rabbits or are Or how small super, is this kid? These rabbits are of a normal size. Abnormal size. <laughs> yeah. No, these rabbits are a normal size. These are, are normal size. <laughs> these maybe are, four pound rabbits. That, <laughs> that child is only two apples high. That's a smurf sized child. His name is Mike Thumb. Um, okay. Okay. Well, that does make me it feel makes a little like, makes a little more sense. Makes a little, sure. more, a little sense. more sense. But also that was I don't know. Like I, what I'm used to with a PSA is that somebody comes on and they say something like, "Kids, even if you are, a, you know, McGruff the Crime Dog shows up." Are you okay, Jen? That was very nearly a spit take. <laughs> oh God! Kids, watch yourself when you're home alone and somebody calls on the telephone. Which, by the way, none of this exists anymore. No. Nope. <laughs> No, does anyone warn kids of anything anymore? Um, I think stranger danger is still a thing. Well, here's the thing. As a parent, what are you seeing? Because I'm not seeing a lot. No, I don't see. I, I mean, all of these. What are the PSA opportunities for children now? Where would children see these things? TikTok. I would imagine that there's, you know, still stranger danger and still. But I feel like all of ours were stranger, stranger danger. Oh, they were obsessed oh, with getting yeah. us getting abducted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now it seems, well, I guess now my son is out of my sight for about twenty six seconds a day. Yeah, when he's so, not sleeping, right? Right. So maybe stranger danger is just no longer an issue because we're just. Helicopter parents. Well, I mean, it's still an issue, but I I feel like in the 70s and the 80s, it was just like, well, I, the milk carton and all of that, you know, obviously. Maybe it was a little different. Or I mean, I, I can't, you know, speak for the rest of the country, but I know for us, parents probably still had the, the memories of the Oakland County child killer. Mm. so maybe around here that actually held a little more weight than where you know no kids really ever disappeared and i think there was a lot of i mean i don't know how it was for you guys but there was a lot of all right go outside and play and i'll see you in hours and hours from now Mm -hmm. i had a hard time imagining doing that you know i did that when i was eight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have a hard time i was outside from six on yeah. Like, all right, we'll see you later, I guess. And I don't know that I would do that with my child today. Yeah. I mean, we knew all our neighbors. Yeah. Right. And like, if new neighbors moved in, people actually went and said hello and like 
you know, got got to know them, invited them to stuff. I don't know my dumb hillbilly neighbors, and they moved in ten years ago. And frankly, mm-hmm. I don't want to know them because I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <coughs> that's it's real good, Matt. <laughs> no, I mean. They, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them, and I hate them. <laughs> no, because seems like, I I seems I like tried blind. to help them. No, I I tried to help them with like the the terrible stuff in their yard. I said that I'd I'd come over with the chainsaw and help them. They're like, no, 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 we got it, we got it. They never did it, and now the lines are growing under. Like the trees. To are be going clear, under the, power the, lines the horrible and... stuff is there are four dead horse carcasses in their yard. Well, that's one of them. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> their yard is rife oh, with me. dead horses. <laughs> well, it's no, but their yard is rife horses. with trash. Way too many. Yeah. It's... How do you get that many? And like, they, the horses couldn't live there. No, no. I mean, it's in the no. Summer. They actually, they actually brought them over. Yeah. So to bring dead horses, it's dick move. They brought them from. They brought them it... from Romania. Yeah. All right. Let's be back. Let's be back. And... If we're gonna be back, let's be back. And we're back. Uh, Burton Gert, thanks for all your help. Uh, let's land this plane. Let's okay. uh, let's get it on the ground. Because So he's he's going full Bible thumper here, reading the Bible constantly, pacing back and forth, and like reading it like fast. I don't know. I mean, well, who he's reads starting the Bible to realize like crazy people. something's going on and the eye is to blame. So he goes to yes. see Dr. Fix Your Eye. He's like, what happened? What did he ambushes him? The guy gets out. Dr. Lane gets out of his car and immediately you see uh, you see Luke Skywalker run out of the corner, grab him and push him against the car and say, what have you done to me? Where did you get this eye? And I love uh, this response. We got it from the, the, the prison. The, the gas yeah. chamber. <laughs> yeah, it was a fresh eyeball because they just executed him. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, he's like, let me go to the library and check out that microfiche. Now, <laughs> here's my question. When you heard this name, what was the name you heard compared to what the actual name was? I heard John Randall. John Randall. I heard John Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rambo? What an eye to get. Oh, Rambo's <laughs> The eye lottery. Oh. Oh. Oh, the war ain't over until everybody's home and John Rambo's eye is in somebody else's head. You know, I've never seen Rambo. I've never seen a Rambo. What? Man, I was just going to... First Blood is great. Oh, First Blood is is, is great. I was is that the make first the one whole... or is that... That's, That's the first one. That it's is First Blood first and then it's Rambo, First Blood 2, and then it is Rambo 3, and then just uh, and... conservative torture porn. So yeah. It's not very good. Not very good. Uh, one, yeah, is great. First Blood, okay. I think, still holds up. It, it does, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, they play it on AMC like every couple weeks. So it's it, it's a very cool take on power and actual power, like like well, like perceived versus actual power. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, like it's a really weird. It's a really w- strange movie, but it's really good. Um, okay. But yeah, it, it is worth checking out. It gets out of hand. Um, Things get out of hand quickly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I didn't hear John Randall. 
I heard John Rambo, and I was like, well, yeah, well, that eye is just about to shoot a Bowie arrow. <laughs> a a Boeing arrow? Or yeah, a, bow, a Boeing 737 a Boeing arrow. 747 arrow out of its eye. <laughs> I was so happy to see a microfiche. Oh. I know, I know. Best. God, we were my wife and I were watching something the other day and they had microfiche. And like I don't know why, but like I got nostalgic and like wistful like, oh, remember that when yeah. information was on tiny photographs. Yeah, uh-huh. when we wanted to know, oh, you know, what happened to that person? And you had to get in your car and drive to the library and go to the lady and ask the lady for the microfiche. And then you'd get the microfiche set up and you'd be like, shroom, 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 shroom. Yep. Yep. Uh, I just miss Lexus Nexus. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that sweet Lexus Nexus. Oh, I wish we could make America great again. Oh, if only. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, John Randall was a real bad guy. Uh, yeah. Yes. He killed women. And he was then very stabby. He stabbed women. He killed them and then had sex with them because that's the only way that they were pure again. So after uh, we they were, were quiet. Oh, all of the victims had blonde hair. Hair. And that's enough to set up Twiggy for uh, for this ending scene. Uh, I loved this bit, um, with him digging the grave because he's, <laughs> he's in the backyard digging and she comes up and she's like, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you stop the digging down. there? Yeah. And, you know, immediately I want to go, oh, can't cause I'm digging your grave, which is basically what he said. What he said. Yeah. yeah. He says, I can't, I have to, got to finish digging your grave. Uh, again, Mark Hamill is fantastic in this. Love it so much. And uh, and then he swings the uh, the shovel at her, but misses. Um, at what point does it like he bust up his mouth because he's bleeding from his lips? And I don't. He rem- is. I don't Who know was that? why. Did he get hit with the shovel? He might have hit himself with the shovel. Yeah. I don't know what happens. Anyway, Who knows? He, uh, or maybe something got edited out. We he has know. the shears. He chases her into the house, and uh, and then he just starts yelling, "John Randall, John Randall." Yep. Yes. And he and he starts talking nonsense going on about the uh, who who even knows. I think this is where he kind of explained what Matt was saying where like you know yeah. the, the only way to make them pure was to kill them and and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, he's got her tied by her hair to the table while he's doing yes. all this rambling and it seems like there is a part of him that's fighting this. The Bible's on the table. Yes. Uh, and she's telling him like, look in the Bible, look at, look at the Bible. Um, so he can read the inscription that uh, is in the Bible. She had given him this Bible. Right. Because, uh, we do find out that John Randall considered himself the devil. The devil. The devil. So we need some Bible to get us out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, some real deus ex machina. And, uh, the Bible basically falls in Twiggy's hands so that she can show him the inscription that's like the two of us together in Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, then some great, great face acting here from a man, Mark Hamill, to show the struggle. And then harumph, 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 stab mm-hmm. in his own stab eye. Stabs himself right yep. in his eye. Stabs himself right in the eyeball with the shear, falls over. Oh, and then one of my favorite things to ever happen, Bible falls with a uh, blood a blood on the, on the passage about plucking your eye out. If, if the right eye offend you. 
Pluck it out. Pluck it out. Oh, just loved it. Loved it. That's that is the uh, that is the vignette. We go back to John Carpenter, who's now wearing like those googly eye glasses. Yeah, where the like the eyes like on are springs. on springs or whatever. And uh, he was dead the whole time. You've been listening to a zombie <laughs> twist. So he, he climbs gets... back in his own body bag as and, uh, Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> Tom Arnold and Toby Hooper. Uh, it's so great. So dumb. It, this part sucks, but it's great. Yeah. And and that's it. And that's the episode. Let's go yeah. to the writer's room. I mean, I don't think you change anything. Come on. Uh, no, no. I think this was a well, you know, I feel like this story has been done a million times, or at least a couple times. Uh, yeah, the on yeah, Twilight the Zone, hand, the murderer's yeah. hand, yep. the murderer's yeah. heart, the murderer's penis. Yeah. When it's porn, um, mm-hmm. like oh, you have it, you have it, well, you have the evil penis now. Remember the the Simpsons episode the Simpsons where hair. Homer gets the snake's hair transplant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That was a good snake. Thank you. I've been working on it. Yeah, it was. It was very good. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't think you change anything. I just enjoy it. Um, yeah. How do you punch up these John Carpenter parts? Uh, I think we talked that to death in the last two yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do them. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what are our thoughts on body bags? As, uh, a, as a unit, as the three. As a whole, I uh, I liked it. it. Was it was fun? It was the stories were all fairly campy. Everybody seemed like they were in on the joke and having a good time. Um, I would have watched this show. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely yeah, would have yeah. watched the show. I would, I liked it a lot. I I think it is as a standalone. I think it's okay. If it Mm -hmm. would have led to a series, I think I would have been more nostalgic for it because there would have been Mm -hmm. more body bags. And then it's like, oh, it started here. And then, oh, these are corny, but the series got better. And John Carpenter brought in different directors, some different writers, gave more people chances. Mm -hmm. He got himself out of being the the mortician. uh, and, And they figured that out. You know, like there was a lot of places that it could have gone. As, yeah. a, as a standalone, I think it's a solid B minus C plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jen, give us a scale for the uh, for I. Uh, scale of one to ten murderers' eyes. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm seven. Uh, I'll go eight. Yeah. I'll go eight. I liked the effects. Um. Uh, I liked this one. I like the top half better than the back half. And mm. this one, I just kind of feel like they did a great setup, and then we just kind of it did fizzle a little in the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll go seven and a half. It was a little too long. A little. Too it long. was a little too. It long. was. It was. It was too long. All right, uh, and a scale for body bags, please. Mm. Uh, scale of one to ten body bags. I think body bags is a solid eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would, yeah, I would, I would say eight is a is a pretty fair score. Um, so I'm gonna posit this right now. 
The next movie is Halloween 3 season of The Witch. That's my vote. I'm in. I can do Halloween 3 season of The Witch. It's an anthology. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about we can talk about Halloween three season of the witch in an hour. We can do that because we we did yeah. it. We've done uh, full movies for. Uh, well, they were Robert. usually a little a little over an hour, but yeah, we yeah. can certainly we can certainly right. do it. So next week, uh, I mean, we could break it into two different episodes if we want. If we to. want to, but yeah. who knows? We do what we want. We do what we want. We're grown. Um, thank you so much for listening, uh, Jen, Matt. Did I forget anything? Uh, try to enjoy the Try to enjoy the daylight. Oh, that's what it was. Try to enjoy the daylight. All right, bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.